Today, Jack, the show is all about you. You're in full control. Go. First of all, hello to Jack. Good morning, Jack. Let's talk to Jack Duffin. Let's bring in Jack Duffin. In our Westminster studio is Jack Duffin. Good morning, Cleveland. So we're on to the next position room we're discussing, which we've done the quarterbacks, we've done the running backs, we've done the tight ends, so all of those are available. The next room I'm going to discuss is the wide receiver room. And the Browns are definitely heavy investors in the wide receiver room. So just looking at the position overall before we get into um, different players and where we stand, the Browns currently this year have 36.3 million invested in the wide receiver room, which is 5 million more than anyone else in the league. Um, the second is the Colts, then the Bengals. Um, and the Bengals is 8 million less. So it's a massive investment, bigger than anyone else in the league. And no one else is close. And those are the numbers, obviously, over the cap. It's always numbers from over the cap. Um, so yeah, that is a giant investment and, uh, yeah, it's believe the largest ever investment in the wide receiver room for an NFL team in one season, looking back over the last three years, last few years. Yeah, I can confirm that's true. So yeah, the largest ever investment in wide receivers is by the Cleveland Browns this year. So they better be impressing. Um, I'm not going to drown too much on this year because it is a three-year look ahead and the reason why we're looking at three years is that's what NFL teams are doing you saw John Dorsey's comments um in the ringer earlier this offseason he was speaking about it, the decisions we make this year have knock-on impact over the next two years after this year so the Browns think about a three-year perspective so that's certainly where we should be discussing it as fans and people that follow the team because Three, four years is what every team is looking ahead. Decisions they make, it's not just about this season. Um, obviously, everyone can get caught up in the moment, but the moves they make have a longer-term impact. Not everything is always about, can we win this year and how do we put everything forward to try and win this year? Look at the Steelers. They're throwing everything at this year and they're not in a good position. Um, they've made some crazy, crazy moves, but uh, it's just... Let's laugh at them another time. This is just focusing on where we're at and looking at the wide receiver room in this season as well as the next two seasons. Whose contracts are up? Who's due for an extension? What decisions we need to make on particular players? So we'll just go six player wide receivers on the roster and then we'll look at who's suspended, um, players that are on injured reserve, players that are on dead cap. Um, yeah, we'll go through and we'll just look at different things. So first name that comes up is the most expensive receiver on the roster, which is OBJ. So OBJ is in his final year of guaranteed money. So he's getting paid 17 million this year. And there's quite a lot of dead cap um, that the Giants had to eat in his deal. Um, that's partly why you'd have seen the heavy investment. The only dead cap we had to eat was Julius um, Jabril Peppers, which is quite a small amount in the grand scheme of things. He's still on a rookie contract. Um, so, yeah, there's 
dead cap in this year, which means I would be pretty confident that in this offseason, OBJ is going to get a new deal. OBJ is not going to play the next four years with no guarantees in his contract. So OBJ is going to get a reworked deal. Um, he, he does get on the 18th of March just 11.15 million of base salary becomes guaranteed. Is he going to be satisfied with that? I don't think so, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I think he's going to want more than that. I think you're just going to see either a load of his current money move to guarantees or I think it's going to be a completely reworked deal, um, which is going to be a, a much more expensive contract than the one he's on now. Probably makes him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. So just keep an eye on it and we'll see what happens here. Um, I'm, yeah, I think he gets the new deal. Um, that's going to push up his number and then have a knock-on impact on what we do in the rest of, not the room, but the team as a whole. The next most expensive wide receiver, just going through them. The next name on the list is Jarvis Landry. So this year he's got uh, 12 and a half um, guaranteed salary plus his uh, signing bonus split, which is one and a half, mentions there's 14 million in guarantees this year. But once this year's out the way, he's down to just four and a half left. Um, the 20th of March is base salary for this year, which 13 million becomes for sorry, next year becomes guaranteed. Um, so it's one there of they have to make a decision. Do they want to try rework Jarvis's deal and keep him here long term? Is that something he wants to do? If they're going to pay and continue to pay Jarvis, then there's never going to be any depth and quality beyond two names in the wide receiver room because we'll get on to Higgins, but Higgins would then probably be gone. Um, and everyone else is just going to be on a rookie deal. They might have to make a tough decision on Jarvis. Um, is he performing to that contract? No, no one's ever going to say he's performing to that contract. And if they do say that, then they're lying. Um, does he bring other stuff to the team? It depends what you honestly believe, how important off the work is. Um, but let's see what moves are made. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's not around here too long and people will go, oh, but OBJ will demand to leave. Players just want to win in the NFL. Yeah, they're happy that they're playing together, and I get that, the sentimental value. But um, no, in the grand scheme of stuff, it's more there. Can they hold out for probably one more year? Maybe. But if Miles Garrett potentially gets his monster deal and they want to keep Tretter and they want to keep Schobert, not everyone can stay on the Browns. So keep an eye out because this offseason, they might have to make a deal. And they might say to OBJ and Landry, look, if you want to both hang around and play on the same team, you're going to need to take hometown discounts. And they might want to do that. I don't think either will. Um, good luck to them. Um, let's see what happens. But I think OBJ gets an extension and Landry might be on sort of coals going into this offseason. Um, but who knows? It could just be one more year they keep him um, just because on March 20th that base salary becomes fully guaranteed. But if they're going to trade him off, then the guarantees are tradable. Um, it's just the $4.5 million of dead cap. So that's something there. Rashad Higgins, if Jarvis Landry stays, then he's as good as gone this year. Um, he becomes a fully unrestricted free agent after this season. Um, if injuries remain as a massive bug to him through the entire season 
there is the off chance that he takes a one-year prove-it deal with the Browns, um, maybe something like a five million one-year deal, um, just to prove his worth, have a full, fully fit season before going and earning over ten million a year on a multi-year deal. That is probably the only chance of him hanging around if the other two are both still on the roster. If Higgins was fully fit all season, that would be a really tough decision for the Browns to make. He is very, very productive. You saw in that first game, when was the best moment we played? It's when Higgins was on the field, when Higgins left the field. That is Baker Mayfield's comfort blanket. It's the first person he wants to throw to when he's in trouble. They have a great connection going all the way back to Baker's rookie season. So that is something we'll just need to keep an eye on. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Rashad Higgins is out of the building the end of this year. Not because they don't want to keep him, but they might just decide they would prefer Jarvis Landry. For me, I'm, I'm a massive Rashad Higgins fan, so I hope he stays. But that is a decision the team will make. Um, so by all means, the discussion's already going on. Um, I think it will be one that will go long into the offseason until we see what decisions made. Which one do they want to keep? Um, and, and I would say if you can tie down Rashad Higgins for seven and a half million a year um, on a longer deal, maybe if he doesn't sort of play as many games as he could this year, give him sort of a uh, three, four year deal on seven and a half, four year, 30 million deal. Do you really think that Jarvis Andrews is twice the player of Rashad Higgins? No. Um, so I make that move. Um, but let's see. Taiwan Taylor's the next one. Um, as we're recording this podcast, he's still on the roster. It's all looking like he's potentially the guy that's going to get cut for Antonio Callaway coming off suspension. But I won't do that here because, hey, as we speak, he's on the roster. There's no dead money. Um, he might get cut. He might get traded off for someone else for a late pick. He's only 24. The guy is a kid. Um, so who knows? Um, Let's see what he decides to do. Um, yeah, we'll uh, throw that up in the air and see what happens to Taiwan Taylor. I don't think he makes the season out, um, but they might have something else up their sleeve. Maybe move him on in a trade for a, a future seventh or swap of late picks or something like that. Ratley um, is 24 as well into his second season. I... Um, he probably hasn't until the end of this year to try show something. At the end of the day, as the team's fourth, uh, currently fourth, he's wide receiver five on a team. He does a job perfectly happy with his production. Yes, he got more snaps than he ever should have this week, but he's a kid that's making progress. So good luck to the guy. Um, there should be no real expectations to him. He could have got beaten out at camp this year. He might get beaten out at camp next year. He's just someone along for the ride. Fingers crossed he makes the step up. If not, no one's going to lose sleep. He was a sixth-round pick. Um, so, as I always say, sixth and seventh-round picks, if they get cut by the time the season starts, that doesn't bother me at all. Take a punt, take a flyer, and see what happens. So, uh, good luck there. Uh, the next one is Cardell Hodge, who's an undrafted free agent with the Rams in 2018. Um, He's just on a one-year deal this year, but he's an exclusive rights free agent because he's only had one accrued season. So he's done, as far as I'm aware, a really good job on uh, special teams. So he's doing a fantastic job. Um, good luck to the guy. If he can 
continue performing on special teams, you can end up on a roster as the sixth wide receiver for a very, very long time. So good luck. Long may it continue. Keep delivering um, and pumping. So he's one there, I guess, will be there until the end of the season. Um, he'll continue to just deliver unless he has sort of a bad run on special teams and they decide to bring someone else in. He's there this season and could be there for a little while. And so I've got Antonio Callaway, that, as I record, is still suspended on the... Oh, he's, his suspension's ended, but he's still on the suspended list. Um, lots of the rumour is that they're just waiting to see who they want to cut and do they need to hold on to someone else for another week or is there a position room they're struggling on so they will reactivate him he's 22 and there's a lot of risk with him everyone is well aware of his off-field problems will they truly ever go away no but as your wide receiver four if he ends up messing up then you can just get rid of him so um there's no real issue there We'll see what happens. He's tied in for another three years, so he's not going anywhere unless it's our decision to move him on. So currently suspended, but back into the fold very, very soon. Um, Fingers crossed he can just sort himself out on and off the pitch. There is some natural talent there. Um, Can he deliver? Fingers crossed. No one will know for a little while yet. But uh, just keep keep an eye out on him. Um, Now the pressure's off and a sort of wide receiver four. He can come in and sort of just deliver, run down late and uh, go and make those big plays. The next name on the list we're looking at are dead cap hits. So we've got two wide receivers who we're paying this year for dead cap charges. The first is a wide receiver that smoked Jalen Ramsey, absolutely ate him for breakfast. And that is the one and only Corey Coleman, who we're paying... 1.7 1.7 million to in cap charge um, for the trade where he went to the Giants. Um, Giants? No, he went to the Bills. Um, so we traded him to the Bills and he ended up on the Patriots and the Giants. So no, we, we've just got that small fee. This is the last year we'll be paying it. So um, that will clear off after this year. But um, yeah, that is the one there. And the other one is Ricardo Lewis. Um, who we've got a cap charge of 140,000 this year. Um, so just a tiny little piece to pay on him. Um, nothing in the grand scheme of stuff. And then we've got one on IR, and that is DJ Montgomery. Um, many believe that's they just liked him and wanted to keep him in the building. So the easiest way is to pop him onto IR. You've, he's a uh, undrafted free agent. So the max contract you can give an undrafted free agent is a three-year deal. So he got a um, £3,000 signing bonus, which is split across the three years. So it's 1000 a year, which is nothing. It all disappears on the cap. Um, but he, he's there and he's available to the team. Um, I think they really like him. So maybe they've kept him on IR as sort of a way of making sure no other team can pick him up and he can come back at um, training camp next year and really, really give it a go. So one to keep an eye out for for the future. Maybe he's going to come in and compete as your sort of fifth or potentially sixth. I don't know what his special team's background is um, for the roster next year. Maybe one to go head-to-head with Damian Ratley. Um, Keep an eye on him. DJ Montgomery, he's just on IR. So that's the position as a whole. Um, It's going to be trying to probably find some talent in the draft. 
and the decision's going to come down to Landry or Higgins or do you get Higgins on a one year? And yeah, there's probably going to be the choice of drafting someone potentially in that sort of third to sixth round next year um, to add to the roster. No one's going to be really added in free agency unless there's a serious injury or something goes wrong because you've got an incredibly heavy invested. When you are the most expensive um, position room in the NFL by 5 million, that is a massive cap hit. Um, I don't know if there's another team that has 5 million more than anyone else at any other position. Or the Cowboys on the O-line have... 7 million over anyone else. Um, the Broncos at linebacker, but that's a funny one because there's edge defenders included in there. But that is the heaviest investment in any position other than the Cowboys O-line over the team in second place. So, yeah, we, we've spent a lot of money and quite rightly, we're going to have to demand a lot of results. But we have Odell Beckham, who is in that sort of top five range in the NFL. For me, Hopkins remains number one. Um, he is a special, special talent. But OBJ is certainly in that mix with your, your Adams. Um, there's some other players in there. And oh, good luck to him. I'm really happy he's on our roster. It's going to be fascinating in the offseason. Can we keep hold of Rashad Higgins? Um, Landry, what happens? Is it sort of a extension? What does OBJ get? And I, I think it is an extension coming. Um, I can't see him playing without sort of some decent guarantees into his contract. So we're set at the wide receiver room. We've got options, but they're fully in our control. So John Dorsey and his team um, is down to them making the right decisions. But that's a really interesting position of where you leave the room. Callaway comes back. And obviously, if Callaway blows up on himself, then it's not a big loss. We'll just cut him. And uh, that's his problem and his loss of his career. Um, but there is the really solid outlayings of a room. Hodge is looking good on special teams. Ratley is just a solid role player. And let's see what happens. Get excited about the Browns wide receiver room. It's a wide receiver room every fan should be excited for. There's a lot of depth. There's a lot of quality. Now it's time for them to go out and deliver. It gives Baker some fantastic options. It's a position where if we didn't touch anyone in the draft this year, would not surprise me at all. Um, it's just going to depend on those sort of decisions, Landry, OBJ, Higgins, where's that money get invested? And then when we know that, we can come back and have a better look at where the investment might be. So I'm going to sign off, guys. Any questions, always come at me on Twitter. It's at Jack Duffin, always here to help out. And yeah, let me know. And any questions, I'll answer them on there. Ping them to me on Paul. And then uh, DMs are open if you don't want to throw the question out on Twitter publicly to everyone i'm always happy to answer questions some of you jump into my dms just to ask me random cap questions some of it's not even browns related always happy to help out but it's an exciting time keep on enjoying it i'll be back with offensive tackles next year i'm gonna break the o-line into two just have a proper deep dive um i didn't go through free agents in this position room because it's not something we're going to spend money on unless sort of an absolute travesty happens and we start um getting players breaking legs and stuff but i can't see that happening so enjoy it great position room on to next week i'm really excited i've already got my money laid on the browns plus three um and i think i won't be over so uh no go brownies it ain't about the, uh,